T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. He is the chief executive officer of Vetted, Army veteran Robert White. Now, what is Vetted? Well, it's an organization that has the stated goals of restructuring and privatizing the veteran transition process and reversing the downtrend in veteran entrepreneurship. Please welcome CEO of Vetted, Robert White, to the program. Robert, good morning. How are you doing today? Hey, good morning, Eric. Thanks for having me on this morning. It's absolutely a pleasure. Now, before we talk about Vetted and what you're doing with this organization, let's talk a little bit about your background. So, as I mentioned, Army veteran, where are you from, when did you join, and what did you do while you were in? So, I'm as well as an Air Force brat, family has served in the military since basically um, the Civil War, so it's kind of genetic in our sense, (laughs) you know, in my blood, too, actually being in the military. I joined back in 1997. First in the uh, reserve side, and then a couple of years, and then finally about 2002, 2003 time frame, was able to transfer to active duty uh, from the enlisted as a combat engineer and heavy equipment operator. Moving fast forward, you know, through most of my career, I was able to have that opportunity during the um, rush and the bringing more officers onto the uh, dark side from the enlisted. I was able to apply to Officer Cannon School. As we like to say, uh, coming over to the dark side and saw that I will leave the military in the next 10 years. What's my retirement going to look like and what is going to be best for me? So uh, I took that leap of faith and commissioned in 2009 as an artillery officer, field artillery. Wow. So really seeing uh, quite a few different aspects, reserves, active duty, uh, enlisted and officer side. Now, are you still continuing to serve or have you finished up your time? Unfortunately, uh, my time uh, came to an end this past September. I was medically released uh, due to an injury, um, which, you know, that's sometimes how it happens. But, you know, I was blessed enough to be able to find my way into an organization like Vetit um, and then be able to take, you know, the reins of it later uh, during my transition. Well, and that means that you did. I mean, if this was last year, that's 20 years total service, correct? If you entered the reserves in 97, right? Correct. Wow, that's a long time and certainly worthy of everyone's respect. Now, of course, the organization Vetted that we're going to get to talking about focuses a lot on veteran transition and helping vets transition. I imagine that that has something to do with what your transition process was like. And since it was just last year, I'm sure it's still pretty fresh in your mind. Tell us about your transition process. As you said, you, you due to an injury, you're basically forced to get out for medical reasons. So it probably wasn't something you were expecting for all that long. What was transitioning from active duty army officer, artillery officer, Robert White to civilian Robert White like for you? First, I just want to let everybody know that too. So, Vetit was founded uh, by a Navy SEAL named uh, Michael Sorelli. I, I was lucky enough to connect with him during my transition. That is where my story starts with Vetit about a little over a year, year and a half ago. I just luckily on LinkedIn, saw someone, you know, make a little comment about check out Vetit. And it's uh, from there, met Michael over the phone. I was the first um, advocate to the program surprisingly and then a year later now uh, actually the ceo of the program so that's 
a tip, you know, that I would say that hard work and perseverance will get you to there. Just keep going. My transition, it, it was, you know, everybody's different. You know, everybody goes through a different type of process. I prepared the physical and the job change so much, and I was ready for that. Uh, the one area that I thought I was ready for, and I heard you talk with you, you know, your last uh, guest on the show um, with the mental health side was the psychology of transitioning. And that is where my resiliency uh, training, everything was able to kick in, but just not enough as I left the military this past September. Mm. So you know, I would say again, transitioning, changing jobs uh, externally, we're great at doing that. It's the internal part that we still have to do. And part of our program covers that and goes over what the psychology of better transition looks like. Yeah. And it, there's certainly a lot to deal with when it comes to transition. I mean, it's a significant lifestyle change that happens almost immediately. And really the amount of preparation work that we do in the military, whether it's a tap class or something like that. I mean, I did 13 years where it was my life day in and day out. And then I got something like seven, eight working days of, of quote unquote training to get out. Uh, were you happy with what was provided to you during the transition process as far as uh, the preparation that the military DOD, the VA and all those people gave to you, or did you see a lot of space for improvement there? I see a lot of space for improvement there. It's, the program does what the law is written to do. Unfortunately, that's not enough for our veterans. Uh, we need to do more. The transition process has to be improved, and the way to do that is for the private side sector. Um, you know, when we bring in people to the military, you go through basic training, you go through that transition part to become a you know a military service member. Um, you go to corporate America, you go through the same training as going to corporate America. You wouldn't take a CEO of a you know, Fortune 500 company and make them a brigade or an 0506 commander of a unit. So why would we do the same for our, our service members who are leaving, thinking the lateral transfer goes straight over? So we have to be able to work with that private sector and be able to improve not just the DOL part of it, uh, but also even the VA side of what that transition looks like. I was fortunate to do many of the programs like hiring our heroes, corporate fellowship program, um, the IVMS programs. But again, those are very limited to each installation and each service even limits what their service members can do. The Army does lead the way, but the Navy, the Air Force uh, are far behind in what they're allowing their service members and allowing that time off to actually do a transition correctly. We're speaking with Robert White. Robert is the CEO of Vetted. He's a 20-year Army veteran just leaving the service uh, last year, 2017. Now, tell us a little bit more about Vetted. This organization, as you said, founded by a Navy SEAL that you came into touch with. As I stated, some of the goals that you guys say that you have is to restructure and privatize the veteran transition process and reverse the downtrend in veteran entrepreneurship. So give us the breakdown of exactly what Vetted is and how you guys are working to accomplish those goals. So Michael Sorelli, uh, basically on his last tour of the Navy, he's actually uh, in his transition leave right now, retiring. It was hired by uh, the Texas A&M college system. Was completing his MBA at the University of Texas, um, Combs. And our program, Vedic, so our management program, was a product resulting basically from a 12-month research for his MBA regarding, like, the civic challenges we just talked about, you know, facing the veterans, that gap analysis, 
uh, within that transition process and other platforms. So he was able to then work with the University of Pennsylvania, the Wharton School, as well as both University of Texas, the Coast Business School, and Texas A&M Mays Business School, and collaborate to create basically the most comprehensive better transfer transition platform in the nation. So during the transition platform, it's a seven-month fellowship where five months of your study with the uh, Wharton School. And then for the last two months, you come in residency, depending on which school you choose, University of Texas, Texas A&M being our pilot cohorts, uh, that you come into that residency part to build off of your business foundations, learn from Wharton, to give you the hard skills, that business acumen that we need to be able to go into the uh, corporate jobs or the other capstone uh, veteran entrepreneurship, be able to work with partners like our Bunker Labs, Jonas Project, and help you, guide you through with that business plan and that pitch and take you from you know, soup to nuts in that sense. And it's really interesting when you look at the uh, vetted website. Of course, vetted.org is the website if you want to go and check that out. The variety of personnel that you have who are taking part in this. I mean, Admiral Bobby Inman is the chairman, retired admiral, of course. Uh, as you said, Michael Sorelli, the founder. But going down the list, I mean, I'm seeing brigadier generals, lieutenant colonels, colonels, command sergeant majors. Uh, are, is your entire team comprised of veterans or is it a mixture of veterans and civilians that are working to, uh, to accomplish the goals that vetted has? It is a mixture of veterans and civilians. Uh, we are able to rely on the, the senior leadership of, of the military as well as and rely on the senior leadership in the civilian sector. Um, we aren't the experts at this. You know, everybody, it takes that 10,000 hours. So we tell, even Mike and myself tell people, don't listen to us. We aren't the experts. Listen to the experts are. And that is who we are partnering with and who is on our board and our mentorship that we receive from the corporate side, as well as a serial entrepreneurs. And there are so many entrepreneurs out there, and it's, I, I really take pride in the fact that here at Connecting Vets, we get to shine a spotlight on some of the veterans who are doing great things after leaving the ser- service by founding their own companies and doing their own things. But there are so many others out there with great ideas who are struggling to get their ideas off the ground. Yeah. Is that something that Vetted is also trying to help the veteran community with to build up the number of veteran entrepreneurs who find success? That's correct, Eric. Basically, it's, it's talked about one of our goals, you know, versus the downtrend. You look at World War II, you know, as veterans came home, almost 50% of them either started or their own business. And after Korean War, it dropped down to 40%. Post 9-11 veterans right now, it's, it's roughly, you know, around that 5% for us. So seeing that staggering drop in us owning our own business, when 45% of us want to actually own our own business, leave the military, is very important to us. Uh, so we're able to, again, take that business foundation and intelligence piece, uh, get the education through the school, and then also through the capstone of the entrepreneurship, working with, again, like I said, the partners of Bunker Labs and with serial entrepreneurs, help take you from start to finish. And, you know, once you're a vetted fellow, you, you just don't walk out the door and you don't have a program and you're done. You are there for life with us. So we're able to help you again if you have to go back through the program to apply. And because transition just doesn't stop when you leave the military. Right. You're going to have multiple transitions the rest of your life. 
And that's an interesting thing that I think a lot of people don't think about when, let's say, you retire from the military even. If you do 20 years and you get to that retirement uh, benchmark, after that you're going to go into something else. Chances are you're going to be, I mean, if you enlist at 18, 19 years old, you're going to be under 40 when you retire from the military. There's still a lot more time. You're going to have a second career, a second life, if you will. That's something that I think when we transition, we probably should take into account when we look forward that this isn't going to be the last time that we transition, whether it's between jobs, whether it's ending another career. I mean, how do you guys look at that that multiple transition period for veterans and how they can prepare for it? So, sadly, right now, most veterans, when they're leaving the service uh, or taking the job, just to take the job coming out because of, you know, many different reasons and within that first year you know and you can look at different statistics out there you know, everybody says around 56 percent leave their job you know for being unhappy so we take a look at that and through the psychology of veteran transition course that we have built into the program that that's one area that goes over how do you continually look at the next transition as well as looking again the the business sense of if you're going into the corporate america sometimes that first job is going to be a stepping stone and that's what the civilians do as well so we have to change that mindset and look at it from a different framework so again going through and working with the civilian sector and corporate uh, america where they host our fellows allows them to receive that different framework as well tell me a little bit about the fellows for vetted and we're speaking with the ceo of vetted army veteran robert white tell me a little bit about the fellows that you guys have right now and who you look for i mean who are who is the 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 future fellow for vetted the person out there that you would like to apply to become a, a vetted fellow great question we try so our goal is to work with the best from the military service not every program is you know the best fit for a veteran, so you have to find which one. You have to be able to work with those organizations to find that best fit. For us, that best fit is we're looking for those non-commissioned officers, those officers, and we don't require you to have a, a bachelor's degree, which is great compared to many other programs out there that require you to have one. Because we understand that the education piece you receive from you, you know, doing so many years in the military is, is equal to that outside of being able to have that opportunity to receive a degree. We're not going to hold that against, you know, a lot of the enlisted who didn't have that opportunity because, you know, back-to-back deployments. Uh, so to get to your, answer your question, looking for those NCOs, those officers who are of high caliber um, and diversity inclusion is huge for us. Looking at our first uh, cohort pilots going out the uh, gate, you know, we're sitting around almost 15% of females, uh, a little bit over 50% of minorities. As, and then not even just within that, having a higher, you know, a little bit more of the Army because everything kind of equates to what the percentages of the branches already are. So we're able to have that great spread across all the services and different jobs. But we don't look for one specific, you know, military occupational specialty, and we don't look for one specific service. But we do look for that holistic picture of what you did while you're serving and if you're out, what you have done when you've been out and provided back to the community as well as, uh, to the corporate or entrepreneurship side of the world. Looking at where you are now, having risen to the position of CEO with Vetted and having done that you know, so quickly after leaving the service, really, your transition seems to have gone fairly smoothly, I would say, just, look, just looking at where you are now <laughs> and when you left a few months ago. 
Thinking back yeah. to when you were preparing for transition, as you said, essentially medically retired, not really preparing to get out, didn't want to get out, just kind of had to. What lessons did you personally learn during the transition process that you think could benefit veterans who are going through that now or those who are, like, say, your vetted fellows out there? There's so many recommendations I give you. Uh, find a mentor is the first one I would say. I was uh, blessed to have a mentor, surprisingly from Canada, uh, who told me, you know, Rob, when you find a job that you'll work for and, you know, they won't and work for free, that is what you love to do. And that's where I'm at right now. And, you know, not every person is going to be able to do that, you know, walking out of the military. But having that mentor and having that this hard discussion with them in the beginning was very important to me. Uh, from the mentorship side, we work with great uh, organizations like Veterati and American Corporate Partners. And from them, we're able to tie our vetted fellows to those mentors who can help them with the resume. There's so many career services available that, you know, writing resumes or doing a career transition, you're going to receive different conflicting information all the time. Each corporation, you know, wants a resume in a different format. So that's why I say the mentors is the first important thing walking during your transition to get you know, so the th- second point is good. No, no, go ahead. Oh, the second point is take an internal look at yourself and seeing what your values are. If your values aren't aligned to what position, what industry you're looking for next, then you're not going to be happy in your next career or your next job. Like mm-hmm. as we joined the military, it was because of values. And we learned a lot of those values while serving. So take that same value system to uh, part of your transition and apply it to it. Those are the two biggest important lessons I learned during uh, beginning my transition, probably roughly the summer of 2016. Yeah. And, you know, it's something that it's never too early to start thinking about. In my case, 13 years in, and I wasn't planning to get out either. My whole story is a different (laughs) one. But I I wasn't preparing for it. And then I went through a tap class, as I said, that was essentially a week and a half, two weeks of uh, a bunch of people telling me that I should go work for the government. And I had a pretty good idea. That wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't know about a lot of the organizations out there like Vetted who are working to help the transitioning service member find their place in the world, whether it's as an entrepreneur, whether it's joining a team. There's so many different ways to do that. And one thing that I've noticed from looking through the website uh, for Vetted, again, vetted.org is where you can go. When you click on the Partners tab, you guys have some really impressive education partners, including the Wharton Business School at University of Pennsylvania, the Mays Business School at Texas A&M, the Texas executive education at the University of Texas at Austin. How big has it been for you guys to get involved with these wonderful, really top-of-the-line business programs at the colleges, and how beneficial do you think that can be for the veteran community, having that association? It's, it's been a surreal experience. Um, I had an opportunity recently to go and visit the Wharton School and sit in a room and have some of the brightest minds in the world look at me and ask me, how do we solve this problem the transition for veterans and they're looking at us the business schools are looking to the veterans to help them solve this transition challenges specific issues uh, we also just recently announced working with foster business school university of washington now seattle and we have a couple of other top mba programs in you know top 10 that are look that are working with us that we're hoping to announce later this month the programs that will launch later this year um, but being able to work with them and be able to Again, that framework 
of what they're seeing things and these, uh, I guess, the systemic views that they have of veterans that everyone, you know, again, PTSD or that we're going to come out and that we're robots. It was one of the biggest uh, challenges in the beginning of working with the universities and showing that no, we're not robots. We're also, you know, human beings too. We're able to come out and be able to uh, apply our education from the military and then be able to have that soft skills and bring it to a university. And it's absolutely huge that you guys have built these partnerships. You've built an amazing team. As you said, Navy SEAL founder, Navy retired admiral chairman, the vice chairman is the spouse of a serving Congress member. You're the CEO. I look down that list and you've got people like Ashley Camrath, who's been doing fantastic stuff down in uh, Austin, Texas for the veteran community and nationally. Jocko Willink and Leif Babin, of course, people who know who yep. they are, two SEALs who have uh, done great <laughs> things in the world as well. Uh, if you haven't Every checked day out. 430. Yeah, 430. Every day, go check out Jocko's Instagram page. Uh, let's see, it's 8.30 Eastern now, so about an hour ago, he would have posted him getting to the gym by taking a picture of his watch. If you haven't checked out their stuff, you definitely should, and if you haven't checked out Vetted, it really seems like there's great stuff going on over there, a fantastic team in place to address this issue. Now, what do you see as the future for Vetted? I know you've got a great class of fellows right now. I imagine they're not going to be the last one. Where do you see Vetted going in the future? CEO Robert White, let me ask you. We'll continue as we've already scaled nationally to the University of Washington. We'll continue to scale to other uh, top NBA programs uh, anywhere from you know, the East Coast to the West Coast. Uh, for the first couple schools coming out of the gate is be able to adjust the program and take the lessons learned from our fellows and then be able to apply it. Because the program's so malleable. That's what I love about it and that each university is able to build their own curriculum. So that part of being able to scale to every university and be able to plug and play is very important to us. Um, also, being able to find the next corporate partners, uh, Corporate America, looking for them to partner with us for sponsorship of the programs, anywhere from uh, hosting our fellows at the capstone and then ultimately, you know, helping to employ them. Uh, then the reversing the downtrend, you know, as we scale continually, and hitting the different industries and helping each veteran who wants to start that business anywhere from a franchise to being a straight startup or to then buying a business that's already there because they're able to have that business plan. Uh, so for us, a scaling, we'll, we'll take our time. We'll be able to do it methodically and look and make sure that we're making the right decisions of who we're partnering with and where we're going next vetted doing it methodically and doing it big we've been speaking to the ceo of vetted robert white here on this wednesday edition of the morning briefing that's now coming to a close robert if people want to find out more about vetted where do they go please go to vetted.org as well as all of our social media uh, ends with vetted usa i appreciate the time this morning eric thank you so much for having us on and be able to introduce our program as well as our organization it's been an absolute pleasure T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.